My name is Aaron. I'm one of the pastors here. Uh, you've made it to our large gathering. This is when we come together to lift up praises to the Lord on one accord. We sing songs to our God with our brothers and sisters. We pray with and for each other. We hear God's word. We receive God's word. We respond to God's word with loving obedience here. Uh, so glad to see you guys today. This is my friend Courtney Bryan. She's... Uh, she's from Northern Virginia. She leads worship at a church up there. And, uh, she's been my friend since 2005. And, um, I just love leading worship with her. And she just came here out of the goodness of her heart to serve us, to serve this body. And it's always a joy and a treasure. Um, there are people in your life that, um, when you meet them, you know that like God absolutely put them in your life. And Courtney's that type of person for me throughout the years. And even still to this day, I'd be like, if I'm trying to make a decision, I'd be like, would Courtney do this? Would Courtney say, would Courtney say this? Like, because she's such a holy woman of God. She's an example of godliness, um, and living a life of obedience. So I'm really grateful for her. Uh, any first timers here today? first timers no oh my goodness if you're here and you're scared to raise your hand oh yeah hey y'all hey great welcome so this is a different kind of service today uh this is a prayer and worship night and this is i guess not just for first timers but for everybody to know this is more so than any other service where everybody gets to play we're all participating um it's not like the worship team is up here doing a service for y'all to receive and enjoy it's more like all of us are doing the work together here and uh, what's going to happen is we're going to sing a couple songs and then we're going to have community prayer that's time where we're going to like pray with and for the people in our community uh, as raise your hand for a request we'll get your request we'll pray for you and then we'll have a time of testimonies later um, towards the end of the service so you can share the goodness of the Lord that you've seen um in your life over the past year, over the past month, over the past week. Uh, I do want to say, I just got off the road. I just came back from a women's retreat. A lot of our ladies, yes, a lot of our ladies are still making it, making their way back from that women's retreat. Um, and it was just a blessed and wonderful time. And I'm glad to be here with you guys. Um, let's hear these words from the book of Colossians. I'm going to read that real quick. You can keep playing though. That's great. We've been in this sermon series called Supreme, and it's just talking about the supremacy of God, uh, the supremacy of Jesus Christ, the exceeding greatness, the exceeding power of Jesus Christ. And it's important for us to know that Jesus Christ is over everything. He's holding everything together um, because there will be a lot of testimonies that try to prove that to not be the case. But um, our God is absolutely and unequivocally the greatest power that ever was and ever will be. Um, all power is in his hands not only is it in his hands but he shares it with us um, 
He frees us. He liberates us to be the people that God has always intended us to be. Uh, he's reconciled us to the Father. He's brought us back into the family of God. And so this is what this passage is talking about. It says in Colossians 1.21, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you have heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which Paul, of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Hear that. Christ died to reconcile you to the Father, but he makes you holy and blameless without blemish. And that act was completely of his own might and his own power, and it's not of our own strength. But he welcomes us into his presence. He welcomes us into his house. He welcomes us into his family. He calls us holy and righteous and good and loved. And that's a reason to give God thanks and praise. So it's my prayer tonight that you all would join me in giving praise to the one who frees us, the one who empowers us, the one who loves us so deeply. Would you pray with me? Holy Father, we lift up this time to you. It belongs to you. It is yours. You are forever exalted. You are forever enthroned. The kingdom is yours. The power is yours. The glory is yours. All wisdom and honor, dominion and strength, it all belongs to you. It always has belonged to you, God. We offer this time to you. God, I pray that um, you would just give us the space and the freedom to lay our burdens down in your presence. Many of us are carrying burdens into this room. We're weary, we're tired, we're depressed, we're anxious, we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted. But God, would you make it clear to us that we can cast all of our cares on you because you care for us. You've already made provision for that. God, as we come into your presence, God, I pray that we would be changed. Whether we will be changed in your love, that we will be changed in your glory. Be exalted and be enthroned. In Christ's name, amen. So would you please rise as you're able? Let praises rise. Come on, sing it out. From the inside, from the inside, may you, may you delight in the inside. In the inside of me, come fill my life from the inside, from the inside of me, set me on fire from the inside, from the inside. glorified be exalted but I pray that those words become truer and truer as the days go by and when we sing that all we want is for you to be glorified Lord show us what that really means show us what it means to live a life that you are glorified and not us not our talents not our will not our dream our desires that we don't exalt anyone but you God Jesus, my prayer for this body is that we would lift Jesus up. 
that we would lift you up, that we would be known as a people that lift Jesus up over everything. We lift Jesus up over what we see. We lift Jesus up over what we feel. God, I pray that we will put you in your rightful place. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. Send your spirit, God. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. Send your spirit, God. Come on, let's just reflect on the love of Jesus this morning. It's not by our own strength, but it's by the strength of Almighty God that we can enter into a time of worship, that we can have an expectancy to receive today. To receive healing, abundance, joy, fullness. You are the fire, we are the temple, you are the voice, we are your song. You are a guide, we are your people, you are the light, we stand in awe. Yeah, we stand, we stand in awe. We stand in awe you. Take your seats. As we transition, we're going to go into one of my favorite parts, or one of the favorite things we do here at Easton Fellowship, and that's our community prayer time. This is a time where we can stand with each other, we can agree with each other, we can sit with each other. We could be family. And we have a little bit of time for this, and we're going to pray with each other. So if you have a prayer that we can agree with you on as a community, um, you can raise your hand. And as I bring the microphone to you, if you can start by introducing yourself and letting us know how we can agree and pray with you. Um, so, yeah, McCarthy has been looking for a car for a couple weeks. Um, she bought one on Monday. Um, then drove to Georgia this weekend to hang with some friends and wrecked the car, um, and we had to, um, she had to leave it in Georgia in, in a, the mechanics shop, and I had to find money, scrape up money to fly them home, um, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> last week, Destiny wrecked my car, um, and I don't, I don't, I'm not really understanding all of it, necessarily, um, And um, more than anything, I just like, um, I don't want my kids to be sad. 
and I, I haven't seen Makari. I actually didn't go home because I don't want to see Makari just this moment because she's probably sad. And so I'm um, trying to figure out how to navigate that. Um, and honestly, like, I'm usually like, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. And today, I just don't have that. Um, I don't know what he's going to do, and I don't have it to um, to see that God's going to do it. So I'm asking that you agree with me and have it for me, maybe, yeah. <laughs> if that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Is there a sister who will come and hug Sharika while I pray? Can we be family? Anybody? Can we be family together? Come on, sister. When you see a sister crying and in pain, we can sit with them and love on them a little bit. Put your arms around her. So... <clears throat> Makari drove her car down to Georgia, and she wrecked the car that she just bought. And also, your car was wrecked the week before, also. And um, how is Makari? Is she okay? Was anybody injured? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. First of all, Lord God, we thank you for your divine protection today, Father God. We Things we can replace, Lord God. We thank you for your divine protection over Makari, Lord God. Your child, Lord we thank you, Lord God, for keeping her in the palm of your hand, Father God. And as our sister stands here, Lord God, and is vulnerable with her family, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, how can we love her today? How can we sit with her? We don't know why things happen, Father God. And pain is no respecter of persons, Lord God. Father, you are the Father of all mercy and the God of all comfort, Lord God. And God of all comfort, would you just rest with Sharika right now, Lord God? Would you rest with her family, Father God? Would you comfort Makari? Lord God, we thank you for her life, for, for not even a scratch on her, Lord God. I just, I thank you, Lord, that she's fine. But Lord God, would you send your comforter to be with the family right now, Lord God, knowing that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. I just speak that grace over this family's life, that their needs are taken care of, Father God. In Jesus' name, let it be so. Father God, any anxiety that would try to, to creep up on the hearts and minds, Lord God, we cast it down. We cast as far as east is to west right now, Lord God, and we speak life. We speak joy. We speak strength, Father God. We thank you that you're a provider. We thank you, Lord God, that we can sing a song of praise and worship you today, Lord God, because you're a life giver. You're a life sustainer. You're a life protector, Lord God, and you supply all of our needs. Thank you, Jesus. And when we're climbing out, Lord God, when we're in the depths of our sorrow, help us, the family of God, to be a family today, Lord God. Help us to love each other well. And if you're connected with Sharika, let's love each other well. We thank you because you're a good God. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen.
Is there another prayer request? Hello, my name is Garland. Um, currently, my parents are figuring out kind of what they're going to do with their marriage. And I have three siblings. So it's four of us total, plus a little cousin who's kind of like our youngest sibling. And we all kind of have very different responses about how we feel about the situation and about what to do about the situation. So I really just want prayer that we kind of handle the situation the right way and in a loving way, in a way that kind of addresses some real issues, but God still gets the glory out of, you know, a healing relationship for how we feel about our parents in this moment. Has anybody gone through this situation and and feel a grace to pray for, for Garland and his family? Father God, I pray that you would just be with Garland and Joy and his other siblings. Father, um, when your parents are doing something that just doesn't impact them, it impacts you and will impact you for the rest of your life. Lord, I pray that you would give each one of them grace to extend grace to their parents, to love them where they are, and for pray for better, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would give them wisdom to know when to speak and when to be silent. Father, I pray that especially in the coming holidays when that is such a tense time when your parents are at odds, Lord, that you would just give them wisdom, give them uh, a spirit of love, and I pray, Father, that you would just work in their parents' hearts, Lord, um, and do what you need to do in their lives, Father. We pray that, um, that somehow, even though it seems inconceivable that there would be reconciliation and if not reconciliation forgiveness I ask these things Lord in your name Amen. Hey, Easton. Uh, my name is Kyle, and I work and go to graduate school at VCU, uh, and my degree is in student affairs at VCU. Um, I have a deep love of the college students at VCU. Um, they're great, and they're awesome kids, and I think they're going to change the world. Um, the tragic part of that is that a lot of them uh, don't know uh, the one who has made and loved them, and uh, a lot of them are even openly hostile. Uh, and sadly, it's not even because of uh, things that are actually true about God. A lot of it is because of the ways that they've been told that God is. Um, and so I would just really love your prayers um, for the students of ECU, um, that they would come and know uh, the true God, the true triune God. Uh, I pray not only for VCU, but also for Richmond, for Virginia Union, for Virginia State, um, John Tyler, and um, Jay Sarge as well. There's all those college students. Yeah. Father God, we thank you for Kyle, Lord God, and the work that he's doing there, Father. And I ask that he be salt and light on that campus, yes. Father God, that people yes. would see the kingdom of God manifest in everything he does and everything he touches, Lord God. Let them see Christ 
in him, Father God. But Lord God, for all of us who are academics, who need to experience the power of God, who don't need just any more head knowledge and convincing, Lord God, but they need to be introduced to the Father through Jesus Christ. Lord God, we ask that your spirit will come down in Jesus' name, Lord God, that your kingdom will be manifest on the campus of VCU and all the campuses around and the surrounding areas, Lord God, that there be a sweeping of your spirit, Lord God, and people coming to know you, Lord God, and coming to know you in a real way, becoming disciples, Lord God, experiencing the power of what it is to be in a relationship with you, Lord God. And not just understanding who you are, but knowing your love in a real way, Lord God. Quicken spirits, Lord God, so that they can receive you. Thank you for Kyle, Lord God. Such a precious moment in someone's life to be in college, Lord God. To come into being an adult and understanding who you are. Lord God, we ask that they will find their identity in Christ ultimately and not in anything else of the world. Let it be so today, Father God. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I think we'll do one more. Hi, I'm Thelma. And um, I'm hurting. Physically, I feel like everything on me can that can hurt is hurting. I went to the dentist. I have an abscess. They want to do surgery on uh, my wisdom. The gum is going over top of the teeth. I have no insurance for that and no way to pay for it. And I just don't feel good. And I'm trying to work, so... Yeah. Are you in pain right now? Can you sit right here for me? Does anybody feel like they have the grace for healing and the pray for healing? Does anybody want the grace to be able to pray for healing? Let's do the Bible, y'all. And are there any elders in the house? Any other elders? goodness you came to seek and save that which is lost to heal deliver set free make holy command this infection to go away you leave her body right now in all pain fear you release your hold on her right now all anxiety go may the peace that passes all understanding guard your heart and your life and your mind I pray a blessing over your home and your children and the legacy of your days. You'll see the glory of God in your children's children. I just command this pain to leave. And Lord, many of us are witnesses 
Yes, God. To Thelma's faithfulness. Yes, God. To the service that she provides to her family. Lord, to the things that she has submitted to you over the years. And Lord, we know that it is your heart for your children to be whole and free of pain and free of infection and free of anxiety. And so, by the blood of Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray in agreement with what Samuel prayed, that this infection and this pain would leave our sister, that she would have no more anxiety and no more fear for whatever provision needs to be made for her. Assure her, Lord, that you are hers and that you provide for those who are yours. And we pray in your name, Lord Jesus, knowing that you are on the throne interceding for us and adding your prayers to our prayers. And we submit all of this to the throne of mercy on which you sit, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We stand in love. You. It's good. It's good. We stand in love. You. We're going to stay right here, but parents, if you want to send your kids like discreetly across the street, you can do that, but we're going to stay right here in this worship. Children, you're already blessed. Go with walking feet and reverent hearts across the street. We're going to stay right here. All the kids, everyone. Yeah? No second and third grade. No, okay. Second and through fifth, stay here. Cool. Thanks. I'm just feeling in my spirit right now that there's someone that needs to release a praise to God. And in that release, they're going to be experiencing freedom today. Come on. Can we just stand up and just reverence God? I'm not sure who it is, but come on. With a 100% of ourselves, let's just sing it to Jesus, believing that he will heal today. Believing that we'll experience deliverance today and freedom today. God said, in our weakness, we're made perfect to the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is here today. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Um, 
I just want to thank that daughter for pressing through there. <laughs> because I know people business. Keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Please keep playing. Because I know people business. It's exciting to watch what God does. Would you clap your hands for everyone who testified here, who asked for prayer? Clap your hands for them. All right, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I had you clap your hands. I had you clap your hands because fantasy Christianity would tell you that when you serve Jesus, everything's going to be honky-dory. Hello? 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 But the Bible says we walk by and not by. And so I'm grateful for Garland, for Sharika. When you, when you share stuff that like people go like, oh. Because when we sing this song, we stand in awe of you. Don't get it twisted. That's above our circumstances. That's above our circumstances. And, and again, 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 if you've never had to worship God in the midst of a trial, you haven't really worshiped God yet. <laughs> so if you're here today, and your circumstances are like jacked up. And you've been saying to yourself, well, I just don't feel like worshiping God. This is the time. And we're going to help you. Because we're all going to sing this one more time. And we're doing it on behalf of everybody that right now their circumstances don't make them want to feel like saying they stand in awe of him. As a matter of fact, we just had somebody leave here. Going through a crisis. Come on, Alan. Come here, Alan. Come here, Alan, so the people know we're not making this up. We're talking about life and death here, people. Turn to the person beside you and say, man, don't you love a God that really cares about you? Don't you love a God like that? Don't you love a God like that? He, he's not afraid of our stuff. This happened while we were here worshiping God. This is what happened. So the woman next to me uh, just started to sound like she was crying and she got up real quietly and left and I went after her and we went outside and just prayed with her and she shared there was just too much and that she lost her mom earlier this week. And it's heavy. It's heavy. But here we are. I said God placed you in family and that family's missing a mother but God also placed you here today. So just if we could all just, I just, I really appreciate Don. Just if, if you don't mind, if anybody else feels as the heaviness, just raise your hand and just ask people around you just to agree with you. Just raise your hand and just have, and if you're around somebody who's raising your hand, then get around them. Just go take a second. I'm not going to pray until you do. Anyone else, raise your hand. Just, I need to see more people coming around. Come on. Come on. Father, you place us. You place us, Father. You place us. Father, I pray that that revelation of the fact that you place us in family would become real to the people who are raising their hands right now. And that their hands, that their body feel heavy, Lord, that you would visit them even now, Holy Spirit, that your presence, your peace that passes all understanding would, would work through their body. 
And Father, I pray that you would help us as a a body to understand that not only have we been placed here individually, but you have placed us here corporately. That people who have been placed around the individuals with their hands raised right now, that they would understand the purpose that you put in their lives. That through us, we would be a conduit to minister to those around us. And even now, Lord, Tamika said she was going to the gym, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would bring her to a place where she would feel, as we even we prayed in the parking lot, that she would feel your presence. And that she would understand that there's not an expectation all of a sudden she's going to not feel sad about losing her mother, but she would feel your presence, Lord. In Jesus' name. Praise God. You can have your seats. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just, 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 just take a moment. If you would just close your eyes and just say, God, what the, what is going on? Just go ahead. You and God, you and God, just, just let God speak to you. Don't worry about us. We, we don't want anyone to miss the presence of God. See, it don't feel the same way all the time. You got to know what God is saying to you in this moment. I can tell you with authenticity as a spiritual father in this house, you know, all day today, I was just praying and 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 praying. Got here, me and Leslie had the prayer before the service and we had the, the team that's serving us today we got together and prayed and we do we have an expectancy <laughs> that no matter what the lord is moving and don't you let anything tell you that he's not because he's greater than our feelings ah he's greater than the lies of the enemy He's greater than our circumstances. His love for us is greater. And Lord, we do agree with Alan for that young lady that in no way, God, does she have any pressure on her to not acknowledge the fact that she misses her mom. But Lord, we agree, as Chris prayed earlier, about the God of all comfort. I don't, I don't know how you do that, God. I don't know how you're going to do that for Sharika. I don't know how you're going to give wisdom uh, to God and how to navigate that. I don't know how you're going to cause a revival to come to these college campuses where the brokenness of our world, our 20-somethings and younger, are so confused. I, I don't know how you're going to work that out. But you you said that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. You said if two should agree in touching anything, it shall be done. So we have faith today that these prayers are being heard by you and being answered by you in the way you choose to answer them. That is absolute foolishness. Just like the king of the universe dying on a tree and being buried under the ground, put into a tomb And a few days later, he just walked out of there. That is foolishness. Who would believe something like that? 
We do. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. So Lord, we thank you. We submit uh, the rest of this time to you. Just like we anticipated. When we do these types of gathering, we give more room for you to do stuff that we just definitely want on the agenda. But we love that you give us the privilege to do that. The privilege to give up control. Come on here, somebody. And really let you be in control. <laughs> oh, gosh. Forgive us. Your love for us is so pure that despite us, you find a way. So use the rest of these moments in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and look at the person beside you. Say, I'm so glad that you chose to come and be with Jesus today. Go ahead and tell them. They might have been wondering. Yeah, you know, you, you were Jesus. You were Jesus. You came and met with Jesus. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around that the Spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow. something to say all the pain has disappeared wow praise the god lord. praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord healing is here healing is here healing is here Thank you for your spirit, God. Doug, we're going to call you up. The word of the Lord says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And I believe there's some overcoming that needs to happen in here tonight. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I would love to hear some word. We've heard one testimony already from Sister Thelma. I would love to hear a word from somebody else about the wonders that the Lord has worked. Similar to community prayers, if you have a testimony that you want to share. I feel compelled to tell about our house church and what's been going on there the last couple of months. Um, 
Chimbo House has been running for about 10 years or so, and one of our co-leaders just moved to California, and so we just had a transition to uh, Molly and Tyler's house, which is about half the size, and wouldn't you expect our attendance doubled? <laughs> and uh, that's just been an incredible blessing to see how um, they've just opened up their house, and it just feels so much more um, inviting to be a part of that house. And then last month we had a um, we had a, uh, a weekend retreat that was just incredible. So it's just wonderful that these young people allow an older guy like me to be part of their. Amen. Amen. You can clap. It's <laughs> yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, I just saw my mom this weekend for the first time since 2014, and she lives in Toronto. And she came down, and we've had such a wonderful time. Um, but in the midst of that. Um, if anybody listens to um, Paul's podcast, um, y'all know that I've been wrestling with addiction, um, cocaine addiction, since I was 14. And um, it doesn't have to be bad stuff, good stuff, mediocre stuff. It's just there's every now and then there's this uncomfortability that just gets in my gut and just makes me want to just medicate so I don't feel because it's so hard to feel um, I've been in prison almost 25 years of my life I just turned 50 and after she left um, she came and she met Chris and she met Pastor Don and as she was leaving all day ever since this morning even when we were together you know it's just I felt it in my gut and sometimes being around people, especially people that know what I wrestle with, it feels like surveillance. And I just want to get out from under it. And so I ran to my brother's house. For some reason, I just knew he was there. Ran over my brother's house, you know, just to get some peace for a minute. And, you know, he was like, you going to church? I'm like, man, I'm over here with you. He said, okay, I'm getting ready to go. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll roll over there with you. And we came back into the worship. And during the worship, I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, why has this always got to be like this? You know, why do I always have to fight? You know, I'm small. It's, it's, it's real in the field. Yeah, I'm out there in the field. Feel like I'm in battle every day. At some point, I mean, it's, sometimes it's just in the back of my mind. It's not always at the forefront. It's not like I'm, you know, holding on white knuckle all day, every day. It's not like that, but it's like, it comes in waves and I never know where it's coming or when it's coming. And, um, but I just watched how, God brought me around and I look at the community and the family that I have and ever since I came home from prison, I just came home from prison in May 
just the acceptance, the lack of judgment. I mean, even in the midst of my crap, when I'm in it, <laughs> just no one's ever repulsed. No one's ever, you know, draws back or looks at me funny. And I ain't gonna lie, I ain't never exposed it to all of y'all, so now all of y'all know. <laughs> but, um, so then I'm sitting back here with my brothers, not just Duke, but that's my brother right there too, John. God, God put John in my life and John extended himself to me and I didn't really understand why, you know, he was like, hey man, let's meet for coffee. And I was like, okay. And we did and we had a great time, great conversation and, God has used him as such a vessel to pour so much wisdom into my life. I mean, he's such a beautiful man. And, but tonight, when I was wrestling with my flesh, see, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Don told me, he said, you know, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. And that also meant stop wrestling with my flesh and blood. You know, and then right after that, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, well, walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. I was like, okay, so what does that look like? And then next thing I know, it's like he started plugging me in with different people that touch gifts and talents that God has put in me, like Derek Collins and his wife. And yeah, there she go, Joy <laughs> and David Bailey. And there are others. Um, Murray, I don't see Murray, but and yeah, I can't forget Tyler and Casey. <laughs> and there are others. I haven't, you know, just, you know, but he started plugging me in to different people in different places. And he started showing me practically what walking in the spirit looks like. It's not just having this mindset of trying to, okay, I'm focusing on Jesus, focusing on Jesus. You know, I can't walk across the street focusing on Jesus. I get hit by a car, you know. But the practical side of plugging in and letting my gifts. And it was crazy because people were like, man, you're helping me. I'm like, I'm helping you. Man, I can't even help myself. Right? <laughs> but he started showing me that I was useful. That it was, because see, I'm so used to being on the receiving and the help that when somebody tells me I help them, I'm like, yeah, all right, tell me anything. <laughs> you know, helpful is not something I've ever been called. And Brother is not something that I've ever felt. And uh, I tell you, one of the places I felt the strongest recently was when Boyd called me his son. And I looked. And I saw it was just something that he said that came out of his heart. It wasn't anything manufactured. He wasn't trying to maneuver me because I'm in prison. I'm always watching for the angle. And it's not. You know, it's, it's so real. And so just now, some things passed between us during the worship. And God gave me some words, you know, and I was letting John know how I felt about him and you know and I found out how I felt about him <laughs> and I felt the pressure release mm, 
first time. I said, okay. Okay, so that's what resists the devil. It's not just saying, all right, Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. Back up off me. You know, it, no, resisting the devil is walk in the spirit. You won't feel the lust of the flesh. And don't make it easy, but it's simple. You know, and I just want to give God glory. I was like, I was back there saying, I ain't going to say nothing, man. But then I was like, who am I to deny God glory for what he's doing in my life? Because y'all don't understand that, you know, some people that know a little bit about me, they marveled because I rode my bike all the way from Rhina down here the first day to try to, you know, to come here. You know, and they were like, oh, man, you must really want to be here. And, you know, and, I, and I was receiving that and feeling that, but... God was driving me because I'm going to tell you now, if I was not here, I would be in jail waiting to go back to prison right now. No doubt about it, you know. And my numbers aren't getting shorter. I'm, you know, two and three years, and then they get tired of you. You say, okay, well, how about five or seven years? And then they get tired of you. You say, you know what, how about we just give you 15 to 20 and be done with you? And with my record, I got 40 years hanging over my head right now. You know, I mean, seriously, I could change my address without permission. And legally, I can go to jail for the rest of my life. Stuff that get me locked. Y'all, <laughs> I can get locked up for stuff y'all can't get locked up for. You know, so. I just thank God. And I appreciate all of you that allow yourselves to be used to minister to my life. And I pray that God uses me more to pour out too because I'm I'm actually starting to feel at home. Amen. And thank you. Let's pray for your eye. Hey, if you'll if you'll extend your hand. So we, we want to receive the gift that we just got, and then there's gonna be a second part of this prayer in a second as well. So Lord Jesus. We thank you for the mighty works that are exhibited in this man's life. We thank you for the testimony of him standing here today and sharing that and what it is and how it points to your son who who reigns supreme. Lord, we thank you for um, the miracles just even today of him being here tonight. We thank you for the ways that you are continuing to reveal who you are to him. We thank you for the people that you have placed in his life divinely to show your great love for him. But Lord, we we pray for more than just thankfulness. Um, Lord, we thank you that you are not a God who says that we only need to eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table, but you invite us to sit at the table. So Lord, in in this this kairos that, that Gerard is having about home, we ask that he would pull up a chair and he would stay not just the Easton Fellowship, but, but like the Father's table. Uh, that he is welcome at this table. And there is nothing that he can do that will ruin that. And that you want more than just these, these fleeting experiences and glimpses of your kingdom. Lord, we thank you that the kingdom is wholly available to him. And all that it entails. Lord, I thank you for the people that you have put in his path. The ways in which you have exhibited your... Your just unbelievable love for him. And then I want to invite you to now extend both of your hands in front of you. 
as a posture of receiving. Lord Jesus, we receive your love today. Lord, we receive the good word through this story and a testimony of how resurrection keeps happening. Lord, we thank you that resurrection happened yesterday. We thank you that resurrection happens today. And Lord, in faith, we say and receive that resurrection will happen tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we receive all of your love today. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that as the love pours into us, that it would push out all of the brokenness and all of the junk and all of the hurt that seeks to bind us. Lord, we receive the call to live in freedom today. And in Jesus' strong name we pray, and all of the people of God say together, Amen. Praise God that we're paying attention. It's a verse in Ephesians. Give me a second here. Ephesians 5.19 Speak to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. There was a moment where Aaron went into a spiritual song that just, I, I, I did, it, it shifted the atmosphere. And so God, we just thank you for the gifts here. Thank you for the other precious daughter on the keyboard and brother that was on the drums and people that submit themselves to you that usher us into greater levels of awareness of your presence. Because you're an ever-present God. It's not like you're not ever not present. There's something that happens when we, our sensitivity is peaked to pay attention and receive from you what you've always wanted to give us. So again, God, we're, we're grateful for how you move through your people. In Jesus' name. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he of a dismissal for us let's go out knowing that we are awash in God's love we are made new in God's love we are set free in God's love we are changed forever and ever in God's love 
We'll never know the height or the depth or the width or the breadth of God's love. It is so faithful. It never changes. It is true. We can build our lives on God's love. We can build our future on God's love. So let's just sing that one more time and then y'all can go get your kids. in the peace and the grace and the love of our Lord Jesus Christ.